Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mandory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. It's been a wild ride, everybody. Thanks for for sticking with us through the unscheduled schedule change. <laughs> oh, boy. Truth is, I forgot to post an episode uh, until Thursday. No, Friday. Friday. And then it was just sort of like, we were so close to the next episode being due. We just posted it. And then, instead of recording on Sunday as we normally typically do, uh, we record today, which is Tuesday. So hopefully this goes up Tuesday night. And then we're back on our regularly scheduled programming starting on Sunday. It's It was a mess. It it. It was a mess. Also, like, we, (laughs) someone messaged me on Instagram and was like, did you guys just stop doing the podcast? Which is the natural uh, question to ask when one episode doesn't come out once. Well, no, but we had, we had published another one late. Remember, we published the one Yes. We published another one late. Which, and, that, we didn't talk about that until last week, but right. that was my, also my fault. And, this is all my fault. Everybody. And we had done a rerun because we were on vacation, but like I could see someone kind of like taking a look at the last few weeks and being like, what is happening? Yeah. And it's then- Summer, everybody. And we had also previously said that we like we could just stop doing the podcast and not tell anyone. So that was something that we had said. That's your, what do they call that? Loud quitting? Quiet quitting? Quiet quitting. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Um, but a lot's happened since that episode we taped. I don't know if you remember this, but we were a little under the weather. Turns out we all had COVID. Yep. So, then that's, I mean, I was a little, so I did the pod, I did the normal Slap together, get the episode ready, level the audio. But then I immediately had to record a podcast with Andy. Like to the point where I was like exporting a thing while the Zoom was up. And then I had to make a new file immediately to start recording the other podcast. Mm -hmm. And then I forgot Mm -hmm. that I didn't post the podcast. Mm -hmm. And then... um. I was like not feeling great. I had some sinus stuff. I was tired. So I went to sleep. And if you recall, I had been diagnosed with an ear infection and was taking antibiotics. Classic ear infection and in an adult human. And then, and my nose had been stuffy, but then by the time we recorded, I was like pretty much fine. But Matt was feeling very sick. Yeah. But like with like cold symptoms. Right, so I just assumed I got something from Dory. Yes. Um, but then I was recording Monday night with Andy. And he said, I don't remember if he said this on the air or off the air, but he's like, did you take a COVID test? And I was like, you know, I haven't. Interesting that you asked that. Why haven't I done that? So Tuesday morning, I went to CVS early, got some COVID tests, brought them home, took one. It was positive. And I was like, everybody else, let's take one. And you said, I, you, you said to me, it. you don't, you don't have, have it. it. No. And they both had it. It's true. Henry had a little faint one, but then 
He Henry just started. Dory and I tested negative the following Thursday. Friday. Friday. Yeah. No. Yes, Friday. It was Friday. It was Friday morning. We tested negative. No. Yes. I tested negative Thursday because I golfed with somebody on Friday. And I wouldn't have gone golfing unless I was negative. So I tested negative. No. On, I guarantee it because really? I wouldn't have done that. Okay. I'm not going to go it, golf with somebody if I have COVID. I thought it was Friday. It wasn't Friday. It was Thursday. Okay. Jeez. I'm just like, you're calling them to question everything here. And I'm the one who told you to test for COVID in the first place. Uh, okay. Yeah. Do you want a gold star? I want you to remember that there's a pandemic still. Yes, I'm I'm aware. <laughs> she laughs about it. Um Ugh, she's the worst kind of Okay, Republican. you're right. It was Thursday. Oh, look at that. I'm going back through my texts. Jesus. And I tested Thursday morning and texted Kate and Danielle and said, I'm free. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I thought it was Friday. Like, why do you even like, if I was so sure about it and I golf with a human being. Okay, until you said you golfed with a human being. I was like, what? No, and she then, still didn't believe me. No, you guys I did. Heard it. I did. Rewind the tape, everybody, uh, okay. and then come back to I this was, time code. I was more convinced. but Take I a look to, at the time code I now. I just had to be sure. We'll I wait. wanted to look at my texts. Jeez. I don't understand. But Henry was still positive. Henry was positive Thursday. He was positive Friday. He was positive Saturday, and then Sunday, he was negative. Correct. And then Monday, he wanted to test again just to be sure, and he was negative again. Anyway. So, and he never had any symptoms. What I was getting at, he had a stuffy nose. What I was getting at, no, yes, he did, Dory. What, where, I think COVID affected you more than you think. <laughs> You like your Lottie dying everything, uh -huh. but like, no, stuff was happening. Your brain is broken. Okay. You know, COVID can affect your memory. Okay. Great. What has happened? I'm tired. Yeah, because you had COVID. Okay. My God. Oh, my goodness. I don't understand what, I don't understand. I don't understand. If I didn't take that test, you would have Lottie died all through life. Yeah. You are like, you're just unbelievable. I'm unbelievable, everybody. Um, anyway, what I was getting at mm -hmm. was that if we tested negative on Thursday. Yes. When did we get COVID? Well, I start, my ear started hurting, I believe, the previous tuesday mm -hmm. it was wednesday but go ahead no i went to urgent care on wednesday but it started hurting on tuesday wednesday afternoon i no, went to urgent not care. for your ear yes for my ear it was for your foot no my foot was monday i guarantee you my foot was before my ear <laughs> your foot was wednesday no my foot was monday i thought we went on friday <laughs> whatever the point is do you think your ear infection was it? I think it, I think it was related to COVID. I do. So we had COVID and hung out and we're at your parents and nobody else got no it. No one else got it. And symptomless 
didn't didn't know we were positive and Hillary came on Monday. Hillary came on Thursday when we got home. Right. So she was a Thursday, she was with a Friday. She was with us Monday. Monday. The whole time we have she COVID. Didn't get it. She didn't get it. And Henry went to school on Monday. And didn't give and it to didn't anybody. And didn't give it to anyone. So I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. It's very weird. Like we I mean, we had pretty mild cases and Henry had no symptoms whatsoever. No, except can, you claim he had a stuffy nose. He had a stuffy nose. He did. Okay. Um, well, he had very few symptoms. Because I know this because he wiped his boogers on me quite a bit. Okay. Well, he was not super sick. He never had a fever. Correct. Um, and yeah, we didn't. It seems like we didn't spread it to anyone. I think we had it bad on Sunday, but uh-huh. didn't know that we did. Uh huh. Because we hated the bagels. The bagels were bad. But they were tasteless because none of us had a sense of smell and didn't realize it. No, they were just bad. No, I'm 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 of the school of thought that because they don't normally, you know, get bagels from Sam's in Los Angeles and they I don't I've never they, had a problem with they, their bagels. Their the consistency was like stale, I think. Again, I think it's because we couldn't smell. But that was the that was a big clue for me. On Monday night, when I couldn't smell, mm. mm-hmm. which happened to me last time. Mm-hmm. Those of you who mm-hmm. remember mm-hmm. January of 2021, when when Matt had COVID, and Henry and I didn't get it. Right. So that's where we're at. We have no scientific data to back anything up here. Nothing. And then Mon- Sunday night, we went to Beetlejuice at the Pantages. This past Sunday night. Correct. When we were po- negative. negative. Yes. And then when we were leaving the show, just like this, the, the literal sea of people, it was like, I bet like a lot of them have COVID and don't know it. Totally. It's pretty wild. This yeah. thing's still out there, everybody. It is. It sure is. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Well. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I slept a lot. It was great. You did sleep a lot. I told my therapist about it. Because I slept like during the day. Yeah, for hours. And then I went to sleep at like 8 o'clock at night and yeah. slept all the night, the whole night. With no real wake ups or anything like mm-hmm. that, just a just a just a pure restful time. I really, I I would recommend that kind of COVID to everybody. <laughs> the kind of COVID where you just rest. It's just it was just like it was pretty wild. Yeah. Um, but I'm just like I'm still like I think I just don't know where you got it and where we got it. I mean, I think your Fenway theory is a good one. It's the only place the three of us went solo like without right, anybody. Exactly. Was Fenway and, Park. And no one else we were with had it or got it. Right. So like that to me, that I feel like that was a pretty good theory. Hmm. Must have, it must have been like a, but we were outside, obviously. It's Fenway Park. Maybe it was the elevator operator. Uh, you know, that, that occurred to me. Steve. But he had a mask, didn't he? I don't think he did. Mm, this is I don't know. This is very interesting. 
I don't, I wish we, I wish we still had the whole like, uh, you came in contact with somebody who has COVID on your yeah. phone thing, just so I could know where I got it. It's a mystery. But if you're going to get it, that's the one to get. The very mild Henry was still acting like a four-year-old bonkers person. I think it was actually more frustrating for Henry that he really wasn't sick because he was testing positive. Right. But he didn't feel sick. But he also was like, you know, I have COVID. Yeah. Like he was like, you know. He took it very seriously. Well, I think that's because of it was very serious for a couple of years of his life. And then, and then I don't know what to say about right now. I know. Like, I just feel like, do I tempt fate and like. Go to Vegas. Just go wherever and not think about it anymore. We didn't wear, we didn't wear masks on the plane. No. Oh man. This is wild. It is it it is sort of a mind fuck just like the different like ways that we've been supposed to think about covid. I mean Go, I, like from like complete lockdown. Yes. to you know and just like I don't know. It's but weird. It's like it but just I think about all the time wasted. What do you mean? Like that period of my life. Mm. Well, you were depressed. Of covid. I was just like lockdown ruined me mm-hmm. so now i'm like well just what was i gonna do go out and catch a nap is that all it was <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh, so that's that's what's that's been going where, that's on where that's where we've been everybody mm-hmm. sort of like a lost week yeah um in a lot of ways, I just sort of, yeah, just rested, spent some time in the pool. Yeah. Um, I also spent some time in the pool. Yeah. Dory's a big fan of spending time on the water, like mm-hmm. on it, not in it. She never gets in the pool. She just gets on a float. And just sort of... It's very... I find it very calming. Yes, but like, it's not cooling. Yeah, it is. How so? Because you're... you're, you're baking. Your butt is in the water on the So float. why don't you invi- invent like ice butt pants? You know, just like some couple of big ice pads on your ass. Mm. If that's so cooling. Mm, it was pretty cooling. I mean, the water was 84 degrees. Look, I was I was feeling very relaxed and very calm. You didn't want anybody splashing you. I didn't, no. That's like the least fun thing to be in a pool. A large human who cannot be splashed. Okay, we have different ideas when you're of fun. When you got a four-year-old who just loves splashing around. Uh-huh. And then you got, you know... Cleopatra on her throne. It's Look, just a little, it's just a little uh, disconcerting. We just have, you know, different approaches right. to life. This is very true. Oh man, do we ever. Anyway, uh, 
Enjoy your Tuesday episode. We're back next week with regular Sundays and fun days. Okay. All right. Don't forget to write into the podcast, Doria Matt at Gmail, Matt and Doria Gmail. Call us at 413-461-BABY. You can also text us there. And we'll see, you know, out of commission, not uh, accidentally not doing episodes. Did anybody write in? We'll find out after the break. <laughs> Be right back. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know uh, stripes on the top of it. it's like oh hey look at me i'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person they've got those too and they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff you know if for all you frill seekers out there folks all i'm saying is you heard me talk about bombas for years now i don't know why you haven't done anything about it get comfy this spring and give back with bombas head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back. Hello. Exciting. Exciting stuff. It is exciting. Um, we have you a... put this together on sunday i did like due diligence person who was gonna be like we're back on schedule yeah and then i was still tired so here we are here we are there is a voicemail yep 
How do you feel about that? I believe that I also was ready to do this on Sunday and have already put that voicemail in. Can you believe that? What? Yeah. No, I actually cannot believe yes, that. Yes, it's right here. Wow. Uh, I think. This is the voicemail ending in the 2-3. The we'll find out if this is the right one or not. Uh, where's the... Uh, Thank you. Thank you. And let's see. I, I hit the wrong button. And tell you that that is. Hey, guys, this is Amy. Um, just wanted to call because I had to pause the pod and tell you that that is my urgent care. The crazy one under the Wegmans um, is the urgent care I go to all the time and also have had four ear infections diagnosed there. So what a small world. It is bizarre. There is a retirement community. There's an Equinox. There's a Wegmans. That parking lot is bizarre. It is crazy. But um, that urgent care is really good. So. It felt closer to you when I heard that you guys were right there in Chestnut Hill. I hope you're having a great day and you're feeling better, Dory. And uh, what a crazy small world. All right. Bye. What's going on over there? You know, the day I, I went for the ear infection, they did say that there had been a lot of ear infections that day. Do you think that it's possible that, like, somebody over there is in the pocket of big ear infection? Maybe. And it's like, we've got to get our ear infection numbers up. <laughs> Possibly. They're just like on the take, spreading ear infections. $100 and they, no, they just have to diagnose it. You oh, don't I actually, see. maybe uh, you don't actually I see, have I it. I see. Because you, know, you had COVID. Well, here's, here's <laughs> something that I did think was a little odd. You know, they asked me if I had any other like illness symptoms. And I said, well, I do like, I do feel like I have a cough. And they were just sort of like, hmm. Hmm. Never once did anyone say, oh, like, let's just give you a COVID test or like, maybe you have COVID or anything related to COVID. Because they moved on. I think I also had a slight fever and like, <laughs> like no one said anything about COVID. I, I'm honestly just genuinely surprised that you didn't think of it. It seems like a very you thing. Well. To be like, mm, I'm going to take a COVID test. I think the ear, the ear like threw me off. Hmm. Anyway. Well, I'm glad that you enjoy the retirement community, Wegmans. I mean, I was the youngest person in that urgent care by like 25 years. I mean. And I'm not that young anymore. So. I was the youngest person shopping at Wegmans. Yes. It was it was It's wild. Mm. But those prices are much better than. Uh, no, they're much no, worse. No, they're worse. They're much worse than Market, market basket. basket. Yeah. My mother was comparing like every price. The lobster. Guess how much? It was thirteen ninety five a pound at Wegmans. Apparently, it's like nine dollars a pound at uh, Market Basket. I mean, she was she was like, "Why does anyone shop here?" Well, I mean, in that particular one, I could I, I agree. It's like and like the shell. I, I expect I don't know what I expected from a Wegmans. Like I guess I was expecting more of like a Gelson's. Yeah. I feel like people talk like when Wegmans came to Boston, people talked about it like Wegmans is coming. Right. Like it was like this big thing. And I was like, this is like 
like a Ralph's. <laughs> Uh, I'd argue. I'd argue it's worse than Ralph's. You think it's worse than Ralph's? I think that they're they're at least in that Wegman's. Their shelving and front facing is bananas. It's like a warehouse shopping situation. Yes, yes. Which is like, what are you trying to present to me? Totally. You're not giving me any deals in bulk here. Yes, I agree. Uh, the organization was weird. There was a couple of aisles that were like uh, angled, and the Hen- even Henry's like, "Why are these angled?" <laughs> Everything else is straight. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it saves any space. Um, and like they have like a like a like a like a cheese carving station that takes up half the produce section. Oh, I didn't even like I just made a beeline for the pharmacy. Well, I did not really clock anything else. I, I, well, I because we literally while you were in there had to kill time. Right. We played hide and seek a few times. Your mother was not into entertaining Henry in regards to his hide and seek uh, desires. Does that surprise you? In a way it does because what the hell else were we doing? I don't know. That's just doesn't that just doesn't seem like something she would be into. <laughs> I mean, it was like he's Henry. So like all you have to do is go to the next aisle and he'll pretend to be surprised that right. he found you. Sure. Anyway, that's beside the point. I appreciate that your urgent care is now Dory's urgent care. Next time I need to go to urgent care, I will probably just fly to Boston. Yeah, I think that might take less time sometimes. Than the than one near here. us. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you for letting us know about that. Uh, this is an email from Aaron. Matt, Dory, Henry Bo, and Eggheads. I've got some disjointed thoughts. Please skip or include as you see fit. Oh, well, guess what? We don't have that many emails, so we're including. I thought you disappeared on us after the repeat episode and then nothing last week. (gasps) Previously, you joked about just stopping the podcast without warning. This is what I said. Is this the... This is not the same person. This is a different person. And I thought your vacation was so good that you really left us. Thanks for returning oh, to us. Oh, man, what if we did? I love listening and appreciate your work. And please take as many weeks off as you need. I've been thinking of you often with the ongoing writer strike. Mm-hmm. Seems pretty wild to me that many writers aren't earning enough to live on when they're creating some of the things that we all love so much, TV, movies, etc. And then there's other guarantees that are needed to protect jobs from threats of AI-generated scripts. Yikes. Would love to hear more of your thoughts related to the strike. Uh, you know, it's funny. I had therapy earlier, and this is my p- p- part of my therapy was spent pontificating about the strike from all sides. Mm. Your therapist is probably getting like so many strikes. He brought it up. Oh, really? Because the, he he was he said that he had like a an unnamed person who was who would do uh, a lot of hours at a at a bar uh, in Brentwood. That was very in- industry heavy. He would do a lot of hours at a Yeah, bar. he's a bartender. Oh, I see. Uh, like three or four shifts a week. I see. And since the strike, he hasn't been called to work at that bar because it's much less busy. Right. Because people are on strike. Or, you know, there's not. So, like, and then he was like saying how, like, that's sort of like the, the trickle, trickle down, down of the whole mm-hmm. thing. And I was like, I haven't noticed anything because I have been on my own version of a strike for a couple years. Mm-hmm. So, like, it hasn't really felt like 
much of anything to me. Mm. In a way, it's like, thank God I don't have to feel guilty about not working right now because nobody's working. <laughs> so, What are you going to do when the strike ends? It's going to be interesting to see what happens. It will be. I mean, like all these people, like the overall deals are getting canceled soon. Yeah. Um, it's fascinating to me. The, the, the idea that people like were working and couldn't afford health insurance, but were writing on television shows does not make sense to me. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. No, but like it fiscally does not make sense. Like I don't understand because even at guild minimum, you would qualify for health insurance after, I don't know, 10 weeks? Yeah, but I think that's part of the issue is like some of these some of these shows are making like six episodes. Yeah, but this writing staff would be on for at least 10 weeks. I guess. I don't know. You can't write six episodes in six weeks. Look, I, I don't know. I don't either. That's the I thing. See, I was surprised I, by a lot I did of these see stories one, I was reading. I did see one like secondhand story about someone who had sold a show to Netflix and mm-hmm. and then they were like, they wanted to like hire people for the room and Netflix was like, oh no, you don't get a room. And the person was like, I can't write all these episodes myself. And they were like, oh no, no, just hire, like you'll hire a freelancer essentially to write the episode they'll get an episode fee, but you don't get to have a writer's room. And they say that that's like what Netflix is trying to do. Just have people write episodes and not do a room. So they don't have to pay writers. Even if that was me, I would still, I would still hire writers on and pay them out of my own pocket. Well, that didn't seem like an option for this person. That's because they just weren't thinking. But like, it's, it's a shitty thing of Netflix to do. Uh, among many other things, getting rid of their physical DVD rental mm. was the best. That's a big, pretty big shitty thing they did mm-hmm. recently. Raising their prices, mm-hmm. providing me with almost not a single watchable show. Yeah, <laughs> like that's a problem. Uh, you know what they do? Uh, once Ozark ended, it was like we uh, that's we got nothing. Well, what about like Stranger Things? What about it? I mean, they make that show. People watch that show. Oh, lots of people watch that show. You didn't watch Ozark? No. <laughs> so why are you talking about Ozark? Like it was like the last Netflix show you watched. Well, it was like, I just feel like it was like the last thing I remember getting any sort of buzz of like, this is a good show. Oh, I see. You see? Yes. Listen, I've just been watching Ghosts. Anyway, it was a pre- it's a precarious time to be on strike, you know, because there are 500 and some odd shows in production. It was the most shows that had ever been in production. Um, what are we looking for? The livable wage. What is that? We live in California. It's like yeah. kind of indeterminate what a livable wage is. Yeah. Um, the idea that there are people who are working on shows that are not making enough to get health insurance is bananas to me. And that is obviously something that needs to change. I mean, there's a lot of things that need to change uh, left and right. What, you know, going after these corporations, like going like you have this much money, but we don't, you know, I don't think that's effective. Exactly. I don't think it's effective either. And it's also like, well, what are you really looking for? A piece of the billion and a half dollar losses they're posting on all these services. Mm -hmm. This is a very quick way to get, 525 shows down to 
125 shows getting made. And then then where then who's working? Mm-hmm. It's hard to, you know, the industry's in flux. It's crazy. The idea that the AI, uh, here's the thing about AI, it's not good enough to write anything. You have to still give it ideas. Yeah. It's not a creative force. Right. You can't, like, I can get AI to be very funny, but I have to get super specific with it. Right. And then you're basically writing it. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, there's, um, and then the actor thing, too, like, the, the thing I heard from one of the negotiators uh, about them wanting to pay background people once, have them digitally scanned, and then be able to use them in perpetuity? It's insane. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, everybody, I think everybody is making a valid point. And the crazy thing is, it's like we're relying, on, we're waiting on like 14 bajillionaires to... Yeah. decide to get together to do something about this. I'm just like, I feel like there's definitely a world where they make a deal with SAG and then they just let the writers like twist in the wind for months. Um, It doesn't really behoove them to make a deal with SAG. I mean, other than to do that to the Writers Guild because there's nothing that can get made. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no... Con- Once they start running out of content... Right. Which they will in the fall... Yeah. Um, then there's more pressure on them to do a deal. But then it's also like... This is a slippery slope. They run out of content... This They just shut down the service. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cut their losses. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's a horribly tricky time. Listen, I just hope they resolve it before I finish watching Ghosts. I'm gonna need more episodes. I mean, that'll be like a long time. I know that can happen. It was. It's been. I. I was saying to someone else. It's been nice to get into a network show that has a lot of episodes. Uh, Not one of these like eight episode shows that just like end. I'm like, oh, season one, eighteen episodes. Season two, twenty two episodes. Bring it on, ghosts. A normal order. Yes. Can you believe it? Barely. Um. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting, it's an interesting time. You should try to get hired on Ghosts. I I mean, after those jokes I heard, I'm like, good God, they need somebody in there. Just a couple more passes, guys. They need you. I haven't seen so-and-so like this since this. <laughs> That's that, and I'm like, really? Okay. I mean... Look. Wait, you haven't done this since that. And like that's their joke mechanism. And it's like, oh my God. And then what they were coming up with was like I was like, What? That's where we landed? Someone said, Okay, we're done, let's go home. Mm-mm. Not on my watch. Wow. Look out, ghosts, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the showrunner of ghosts listens to this podcast. Well, it's a British show. Originally, know, it, there's it's. I mean, they have an American staff. I understand. Uh, if you were to um, watch the British one, I guarantee you, at no point is that joke mechanism used. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I would like to watch the British one. Oh, that's a good idea. I can watch the American one, and then when I need more episodes, I can just watch the British one. Are the British like BBC and like are they covered by SAG and 
I don't know. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just read something about how like the film industry in Italy is humming along. They do not seem to be covered by SAG. I mean, that's also like that's slippery slope too, because like you go yeah. over there and work on something, you're done. Right. Um, okay. Aaron had a few more uh, questions, comments. To the listener that asked about the 15-month-old in daycare uh, with sleep, I hard agree with Dory's recommendation of doing early bedtime as early as possible. My oldest built up a huge sleep debt as a 12-month-old, and it was miserable for us all. We moved her bedtime up to 5.30 or 6 until she was sleeping better. You can't just wait this out. Good luck. Hot dogs. The thing I found most interesting about the hot dog stats are how many vegetarian listeners you have. Higher than the general population, or do you think it's about That's accurate true. for the demographic? Although, like, we are asking for like the statistic on the most disgusting meat product Correct. that exists. Yes. Um, Aaron. Here's a tube of question mark meat. Aaron has two science babies, one husband, and one giant cat in fourteen hundred square feet. Meow. Zero hot dogs because Aaron is a vegetarian. Oh my god, you too. Two TVs, 32 inches and 55 inches. Hmm. Hmm. That's big enough to see? That's weird. (laughs) Uh, All right. Um, Do we need to take another break? We can. Okay. Because I yammered on so long about that. um, About the strike? Yeah, and Wegmans. And Wegmans. It was just a hot hot topic kind of situation here. I get it. What a great B-seg. We'll be right back for C-Seg. <laughs> oh, we're back, everybody. Hello. Um, all right. We have an email from Anonymous. Hello, Dory, Matt, Bo, and Henry. I heard you read out my email, and I've been trying to respond to clear up a few items from it. Alas, I have an infant. So here is your overdue response. I, I appreciate any response, so thank you. Um, this was this was a, an email about, um, like, paternity leave in Canada. Mm. All right, here we go. In Canada, your job is protected, and you can collect unemployment insurance for one or both parents to be off with a new child. There are rules around how the time can be divided, pending. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. on if you are the parent who carried the child you are entitled to more time etc etc while you are off you can collect employment insurance as long as you had been working previously employment insurance only covers 50 percent of your income to a limit that is around 500 dollars per week sorry i need to make this bigger Mm. okay uh many companies offer paid top-up leave as a benefit to top employees up to their full pay as an incentive to work for their company 
I work in the engineering department for the local level of government, which does not offer top-up pay. <laughs> My husband's company increased the topped-up pay portion from three weeks to 12 weeks at full pay Ooh. or 20 weeks at full pay if you are the parent who carried the child. Nice. This is where HR gets involved in our story. In the end, even after receiving emails from the highest levels of management asking we be granted an exception, they stuck to it. Oh, I remember this. Yes, yes. Uh, and denied us the 12 weeks of top-up pay. Don't worry, though. They did send us the helpful link of where to find support for postpartum depression, I roll. I know that there probably was not a perfect way to, Here's a link. <laughs> to unveil this policy. However, I wish they had been in the ER room watching us try to discuss whether it was safe or not to continue the pregnancy for 36 more hours to allow us that time together as a family. That is so fucked. We really should not have been forced to think about that during an emergency. We did decide in the end to take the financial hit and have my husband off for eight weeks. It was not an easy choice with me planning to be off for a year with only the employment insurance pay, but this is also time we will not get back. And as you know, the newborn stage is incredibly hard. These days, I do find it hard anytime I see him going above and beyond at work. My mind screams, these people are not worth your time. Unfortunately, he loves his job. So the only repercussions for HR are us being extremely annoyed with them. Mm. Thank you for your solidarity and also being annoyed with them. Anonymous. Uh, we are annoyed with them. I'm still. so annoyed with them. Ugh, I'm like really annoyed with them. I'm sorry. I would have been like, I would ask the doctor, be like, hey, look. We, just, we felt this birth. Right, exactly. <laughs> Here's what I need from you. Uh, well, thank you for the update. And, uh, yeah. Enjoy the year with your child. Yeah. Um, alrighty. This is from Anonymous. Hi, team. How is Boston? What happened with the Henry slash Locke situation? Uh, well, let me tell you about that lock. It sucked. I didn't like that lock. It was like you had to wiggle the handle and twist it. And it you had to twist the an indeterminate amount. Like you couldn't. There was no like there, there was no click. Yeah. I didn't love which it. Which was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. A silent mime mm -hmm. lock? Mm -hmm. I didn't like the lock. Yeah. I didn't, I All didn't right. love it either. Thank you. <sighs> um was no. there more naked fountain swimming uh no this time he was at a splash pad but in his in his swimsuit we were prepared we we're more prepared <laughs> yes uh, two, I've signed up for Patreon finally. I'm a childless subscriber to Dory's newsletter and purchased both her books, and I should have done this a while ago. I do sometimes feel like everyone is selling me something on the World Wide Web, but really, what are people expecting? Heartfelt individual individualized advice for free? Dory's point that no one criticizes the New York Times for hustling for subscribers is so valid. Yeah, but they provide a service, whereas we're just dum-dums. I think this is where... Wait, whose side am I on? Whose side are you on? I think this is where parasocial relationships are a bit weird. To me, you are a friend I don't really know. To you, I'm your audience for whom you hustle and from whom you make a living. That's true. Uh, well, I mean, look, I don't mind getting some cash off my friends. <laughs> Um, P.S. I'm kind of confused by Patreon. Is there an app that I can't find or is it just scrolling through the website? There is an app that I guess you have not been able to find. That's exactly what she asked. Yeah, there's an app. 
uh, so and go, you should go be find able, it. <laughs> if you have a, if you have a podcatcher, um, you should be able to put the. There should be a link for our the podcast that we put up there. And you can listen and, on your yeah. You'll, the podcast will grab the episodes as they come out and grab the back episodes for you. Yep, that's pretty cool. Um, all right, three for Dory's other career options. What about we open an IVF patient experience consultancy with the clinics as our clients? Hmm. One of the truisms of IVF seems to be that communications are terrible and patient experience is stressful AF. All while you're being told to relax. Well, I think you're on to something there, but I don't think with the it's not it shouldn't be with the clinics as our clients because the clinics don't care. That's true. If they cared, it would be like that. That's true. So we could squeeze some more money out of IVF people. <laughs> I'll uh, park their cars for free. I don't I don't I don't think I want to do that. Okay. Next job. Okay. Um, four, a personal update and recap as it's been a while. One egg retrieval with five frozen eggs, four rounds of IVF yielded two inconclusive embryos and 10 abnormal embryos, two spontaneous pregnancies, one chemical, one trisomy 21 that ended in a missed miscarriage at 13 weeks after seeing the heartbeat twice and DNC complications. We pursued, we pursued PRP, a controversial new procedure that involves injecting your plasma into your ovaries. Whoa. And a round of mini IVF with New Hope Fertility Clinic. Eight eggs were retrieved, relatively in line with my prior cycles of eight, 13, eight, 12, and eight. Three embryos for testing, the same number I've had from all four IVF cycles. All of this was with much lower meds 150 of Gonal and Clomid versus 350 per day plus Menopure. So this felt much easier on my body in terms of headaches, bruising, et cetera. Two of the eggs retrieved were degenerated, which was a new term for me. Yeah. Of the three tested embryos, one was normal. Mm. Our first ever confirmed normal embryo. Thought your bolder bestie, Rosina, and maybe some other listeners would like hearing about this mini IVF. I will say, the patient experience at New Hope was terrible. <laughs> My doctor was gone on vacation with no heads up. The clinic takes no appointments for monitoring. Communication was terrible. I only got a comprehensive list of meds the day before I started, despite asking for weeks. Mm. The nursing staff and doctor gave conflicting advice on the PRP and the doctors introduced themselves today while I was on the operating bed with my feet in stirrups. Could definitely use our future consultancy. Yeah, I see now where your job idea came from. <laughs> For now, we're weighing another round of IVF versus proceeding with transfers. In a perfect world, we'd have two kids and also have gone through none of this. <laughs> when do you know it's time to just start transferring across your fingers? I hadn't really thought about the 60%-ish success rate until now. Hope the trip to Boston was fantastic. Two hot dogs, four bratwurst, four Italian sausages so far this summer, but heading for baseball games this weekend. So anticipate the count will go up. I nice. hope you don't get COVID. 3,500 square feet for two adults, one blue healer. Aw. Nice. Three TVs, 75 inch in the quote man cave, <laughs> 65 inch in the family room and a 40 inch in the bedroom. Man caves. This is, this is a man cave hate to break it to you yeah but you're welcome in here anytime you'd like to be in here mm, that's true and also like anyone is at all times mm. do you think man caves I people don't, i don't go in here to hide people don't let their spouses in their man caves is that i don't thing? know oh okay all right i would say the only other man i've had in here is henry Mm. he's barely a man i agree um okay well thank you for your email anonymous i 
I don't know. At this point, I would probably do a transfer. But that's just me. Hmm. I would just listen to Dory. <laughs> I mean, I am an IVF consultant now. This is true. So um, that will be $250. Okay. Uh, this is from Emily. Mm-hmm. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. Hello. Two things. One, it's not too late to start a new career, Dory. Yes, it is. One of my dad's best friends was a trial attorney when he met her in her 50s. But before that, she was a nun. Uh, it's not a really a career change. It's more of a, a life existential change. <laughs> change. Nothing is set in stone. Life can take you to some strange and wonderful places. I remember telling her when I graduated from college, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. And she told me she didn't either, which made 22-year-old me much less anxious. Mm. Two, I saw your Instagram post on Bluey and that episode was so touching. Have you heard the fan theory that Chili and Bandit had a miscarriage prior to having Bluey? I, I have heard that theory. I don't understand that theory, but anyway. The show has so many layers and I'm determined to make my daughter watch so much Bluey she develops an Australian accent. Hope you had fun on the East Coast seeing family, Emily in Brooklyn. Now, Holly was here on Sunday and she said that she heard that Henry said the word fucking. And she asked very calmly where he might have heard that word. And Mm -hmm. he said he heard it from Bandit. (laughs) And I've been trying to think, what word does he think he's saying? Because Bandit does not say fucking. It is a children's television show. And I don't think Henry thinks he's saying fucking. But he thinks he's saying something that Bandit says. (laughs) I I could not tell you. (laughs) I do hear his dammits, though. Is that from us? Oh, it's probably from me. Mm. But like, they're funny, damn it's because it's like him trying to do a fucking cartwheel or something. And his cartwheels are very cute. Messes it up. Or if he's like upside down. Anyway, whatever. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Also, like the world of Bluey fan theories is a world I uh, don't like to spend time in. Oh, the Bluey subreddit just... It's really something. ...is really, really something. Um, you know what else is something? Our Patreon. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Head over to Patreon. Get two bonus episodes every month at patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. It'll be a huge help to us. Did we mention there's a strike? This is the writer strike special. I will, again, remind you when the strike is over that you can cancel your subscription. So sign up now. Huge thank you to everybody. Uh, if you're at the $5 level or above, you'll get your name read on the podcast each month. You'll also get your back catalog of Patreon episodes if you support us there. So if you're looking for more content, it's all sitting there. Thank you to Carolyn Crampton. Carolyn N. KCR. Shinami Worth. Uh, Corinne Morgan. Cynthia Meisner. Diana. Diana Robinson. Donna Gomez. Dr. Beverly Crusher. Edwina Goodingham. Edwina Morgan Bodo. Elena Pally. Ellen. Aaron Gudge. Aaron Turley. Frederick Roy currently taking the bland Canadian performance module in Andy's Siskunda School of Specific Acting North Campus. Wow. Nice. Freya. Greta Truitt. Haley Tryon. Hendrick. Jackie G. Jennifer Steele. Jenny Fick. Jesse Hendricks. Jessica Manilovich. Joanna Rao. Julia Schulenberg. Julie McLaren. Julie Mevin. Julie Phillips. Kane McCall. Caitlin Campbell. Karen Thakershi. Kat C. Kate. Catherine Simmons. Kathleen C. Katie Allen. Katie Regan. Katie Suvagian. Laura. 
Uh, Laura Dodge. Laura Elliott. Lauren Schultz. Lindsay Gish. Linnea Wynn. And Lisa Travis. Thank you all so much. I hope you enjoy your Tuesday episode. We'll see you next week at the regular Sunday night slash Monday time. Bye.